Job chapter 20 Then Zophar, the Naamathite, answered and said, Therefore my thoughts answer me, because of my haste within me. I hear censure that insults me, and out of my understanding a spirit answers me. Do you not know this from of old, since man was placed on earth, that the exalting of the wicked is short, and the joy of the godless but for a moment? Though his height mount up to the heavens, and his head reach to the clouds, he will perish forever like his own dung. Those who have seen him will say, Where is he? He will fly away like a dream and not be found. He will be chased away like a vision of the night. The eye that saw him will see him no more, nor will his place any more behold him. His children will seek the favor of the poor, and his hands will give back his wealth. His bones are full of his youthful vigor, but it will lie down with him in the dust. Though evil is sweet in his mouth, though he hides it under his tongue, though he is loath to let it go and hold his holds it in his mouth, yet his food is turned in his stomach. It is the venom of cobras within him. He swallows down riches and vomits them up again. God casts them out of his belly. He will suck the poison of cobras. The tongue of the viper will kill him. He will not look upon the rivers, the streams flowing with honey and curds. He will give back to the fruit of his toil and will not swallow it down from the profit of his trading. He will get no enjoyment, for he has crushed and abandoned the poor. He has seized a house that he did not build. Because he knew no contentment in his belly, he will not let anything in which he delights escape him. There was nothing left after he had eaten, therefore his prosperity will not endure. In the fullness of his sufficiency, he will be in distress. The hand of everyone in misery will come against him, to fill his belly to the full. God will send him his burning anger against him, and rain it upon him into his body. He will flee from the iron weapon, a bronze arrow will strike him through. It is drawn forth and comes out of his body, the glittering point comes out of his gallbladder, terrors come upon him. Utter darkness is laid up for his treasures. A fire not fanned will devour him. What is left in his tent will become consumed. The heavens will reveal his iniquity, and the earth will rise up against him. The possessions of his house will be carried away, dragged off in the day of God's wrath. This is the wicked man's portion from God, the heritage decreed for him by God. Then Job answered and said, Keep listening to my words, and let this be for your comfort. Bear with me, and I will speak, and after I have spoken, mock on. As for me, is my complaint against man? Why should I not be impatient? Look at me, and be appalled, and lay your hand over your mouth. When I remember, I am dismayed, and shuddering seizes my flesh. Why do the wicked live, reach old age, and grow mighty in their power? The offspring are established in their presence, and their descendants before their eyes. Their houses are safe from fear, and no rod of God is upon them. Their bull breeds without fail, their cow calves do, does not miscarry. They send out their little boys like a flock, and their children dance. They sing to the tambourine and the lyre, and rejoice to the sound of the pipe. They spend their days in prosperity, and in peace they go down to Sheol. They say to God, Depart from us, we do not desire the knowledge of your ways. What is the Almighty that we should serve him? And what profit do we get if we pray to him? Behold, is not their prosperity in their hand? The counsel of the wicked is far from me. 
How often is it that the lamp of the wicked is put out, that their calamity comes upon them, that God distributes pains in his anger, that they are like straw before the wind, and like chaff that the storm carries away? You say, God stores up their iniquity for their children. Let him pay it out to them, that they may know it. Let their own eyes see their destruction, and let them drink of the wrath of the Almighty. For what do they care for their houses after them, when the number of their months is cut off? Will any teach God knowledge, seeing that he judges those who are on high? One dies in his full vigor, being wholly at ease and secure, his pails full of milk, and the marrow of his bones moist. Another dies in bitterness of soul, never having tasted prosperity. They lie down alike in the dust, and the worms cover them. Behold, I know your thoughts and your schemes to wrong me. For you say, Where is the house of the prince? Where is the tents of the which the wicked lived? Have you not asked those who travel the roads? And do you not accept their testimony? That the evil man is spared in his day of calamity, and that the rescued in the day of wrath. Who declares his way to his face, and who repays him for what he has done? When he is carried to the grave, watch is kept over his tomb. The clods of the valley are sweet to him, all mankind follows after him, and those who go before him are innumerable. How then will you comfort me with your empty nothings? There is nothing left of your answers but falsehood. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered and said, Can a man be profitable to God? Surely he who is wise is profitable to him. Is it any pleasure to the Almighty if you are in the right, or is it gain to him if you make your ways blameless? Is it for your fear of him that he reproves you and enters into judgment with you? Is not your evil abundant? There is no end to your iniquities, for you have exacted pledges of your brothers for nothing, and stripped the naked of their clothing. You have given no water to the weary to drink, and you have withheld bread from the hungry. The man with power possessed the land, and the favored man lived in it. You have sent widows away empty, and the arms of the fatherless were crushed. Therefore, snares are all around you, and sudden terror overwhelms you, or darkness so that you cannot see, and a flood of water covers you. Is not God high in the heavens? See the highest stars, how lofty they are. But you say, what does God know? Can he judge through the deep darkness? Thick clouds fail him so that he does not see, and he walks on the vaults of heaven. Will you keep the old way the wicked men have trod? They were snatched away before their time. Their foundation was washed away. They said to God, Depart from us, and what can the Almighty do for us? Yet he filled their houses with good things. But the counsel of the wicked is far from me. The righteous see it and are glad. The innocent one mocks at them, saying, Surely our adversaries are cut off, and what they left, ha left the fire has consumed. Agree with God and be at peace. Thereby good will come to you. Receive instruction from his mouth, and lay up words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. If you remove injustice far from your tents, if you lay gold in the dust and gold on Ophir among the stones of the torrent bed, then the Almighty will be your gold and your precious silver. For then you will delight yourself in the Almighty and lift up your face to God. You will make your prayers to him, and he will hear you, and you will pay your vows. You will decide on a matter, and it will be established for you, and the light will shine on your ways. For when they are humbled, you say, it is because of pride. 
but he saves the lowly. He delivers even the one who is not innocent, who will be delivered through the cleanness of your hands. Then Job answered and said, Today also my complaint is bitter. My hand is heavy on account of my groaning. Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come even to his seat. I would lay my case before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would know that he would answer me and understand that he would say to me, Would he contend with me in the greatness of his power? No, he would not pay attention to me. There an upright man could argue with him, and I would be acquainted forever by my judge. Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I do not perceive him. On the left hand, when he is working, I do not behold him. He turns to the right hand, but I do not see him. But he knows the way that I take. When he has tried me, I shall come out as gold. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way and have not turned aside. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my portion of my food. But he is unchangeable, and who can turn him back? What he desires that he does, for he will complete what he appoints for me. And many such things are in his name. Therefore, I am terrified at his presence. When I consider, I am in dread of him. God has made my heart faint. The Almighty has terrified me. Yet I am not silenced because of the darkness, nor because thick darkness covers my face. Why are not times of judgment kept by the Almighty, and why do those who know him never see his days? Some move landmarks. They seize flocks and pasture them. They drive away the donkey of the fatherless. They take the widow's ox for a pledge. They thrust the poor off the road. The poor of the earth all hide themselves. Behold, like wild donkeys in the desert, the poor go out of their toil seeking game. The wasteland yields food for their children. They gather their fodder in the field, and they glean the vineyard of the wicked man. They lie all night naked, without clothing, and have no covering in the cold. They are wet with the rain of the mountains, and cling to the rock for the lack of shelter. There are those who snatch the father, fatherless child from the breast, and they take a pledge against the poor. They go about naked, without clothing. Hungry, they carry their sheaves. Among the olive rows of the wicked they make oil. They tread the winepress, but suffer thirst. From out of the city the dying groan, and the soul of the wounded cries for help. Yet God charges no one with wrong. There are those who rebel against the light, who are not acquainted with its ways and do not stay in its path. The murderer rises before it is light, that he may kill the poor and needy, and in the night he is like a thief. The eye of the adulterer also awaits the twilight, saying, No eye will see me, and he veils his face. In the dark they dig through houses. By day they shut themselves up, and they do not know the light. For deep darkness is morning to all of them, for they are friends with the terrors of deep darkness. You say, Swift are they on the face of the waters, their portion is cursed in the land. No treader turns toward the vineyard. Drought and heat snatch away the snow waters. So does Sheol, those who have sinned. The womb forgets, the worm finds them sweet. They are no longer remembered, so wickedness is broken like a tree. They wrong the barren, childless woman and do not go, do no good to the widow. Yet God prolongs the life of the mighty by his power. They rise up when they despair of life. He gives them security and they stay, are supported, and his eyes are upon their ways. They are exalted a little while and then are gone. They are brought low and gathered up like all others. They are cut off like the heads of grain. It is not so 
Who will prove me a liar and show that there is nothing in what I say? John chapter 4, verses 1 through 26. Now when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself did not baptize but only his disciples, he left Judea and departed again for Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, so Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman from Samaria came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink, for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it was that was saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands, and that one you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you say that is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to Him, I know that the Messiah is coming, He who is called Christ. When He comes, He will tell us all things. And Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am He. Today we read in Job's reply to his friends that verse chapter 23, verse 12, I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my portion of food. But he is unchangeable. We also read in John the account of Jesus meeting the Samaritan woman at the well and telling her about her own misgivings. What stands out to me from today's reading is this idea of confession. Confession. In the Greek, the word for confession is homologia. It comes from two words that a lot of people are familiar with already. Homo, which means one, and logia, or logos, which means word. Oftentimes we think of confession before God as us humiliating ourselves, us humbling ourselves 
us saying that we were wrong. Well, that's part of it. The true meaning of the word confession is to say one word, homo, one, logia, word, to have one word. Confession is really to say, God, you are right. As we consider how good people could experience good things, how bad people could experience good things too, how good people could even experience bad things, if we're willing to say, God, you are right, we also must say, in whatever circumstance, God, you are right in what you are doing. A true theology of suffering doesn't help us necessarily just to understand what's happening around us, but it helps us to have peace, knowing that God, who is in control of all things, is in control of even circumstances that we cannot comprehend.